Hello, hello. It's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. It is July the 12th, 2020, and we are on episode 16. I say this every week, but wow, where's the time gone? I love the messages you've all been sending. Thank you so much. Um, as promised, I get back to everybody and I am here to help support you on your wellness journey. My role is to help you get unstuck, ignite your passion, and move forward with new direction. I want us to link arms together so we can work on everything from mindset to movement and helping you build the vision to your next life, your next stage of life. Not retirement, not in a couple of years, but your future. What you want your future to feel like, what kind of energy you want to be different, and how you want to smile and beam. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. This is a powerful episode. It's episode number 16. And it is all about creativity, productivity, and your inner child. Interesting, right? Who would have thought all of those things in one sentence? Creativity, productivity, and your inner child. So I am sure you're interested a tad bit inter- uh, a tad bit curious maybe let's see uh, let's see what kind of questions come out of today i am here to help you so let's get started today i'm talking about small changes that add up to much more to a fulfilling life than what you have right now ideally you're here listening to this because you're looking for some sort of change some sort of betterment and improvement some spark in your life There are small changes that you can do every single day to help you build your dream life, help you get that much closer to that feeling. So do you ever feel like you're too busy? I can't be the only one. Do you feel yourself saying there just isn't enough hours in the day? My gosh, my kids were little and I can't tell you how many nights my gratitude was, thank you for these 24 hours, but please, 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 can you please give me another hour each day? I don't even know how I went through some of those periods of times and some of those stretches, doing everything I did, balancing a corporate role, raising three children, being married in a, in a relationship. So being in a relationship married, and then that marriage turns sour and all of this, where's me? Where's me in all of those? No wonder I wanted the extra hour. So for sure, I felt there was not enough hours in the day. So do you ever feel too busy? Do you ever find yourself saying there just isn't enough hours in the day? And do you wish you could be more productive? So when you're in the moment, do you wish that you could do the very best job that you could do? Be satisfied with that job and put it away if the time runs out? And be satisfied when you send off that message that you can actually delete it from your inbox because you've made a note in your CRM or in your calendar. So you've got your next steps identified and you know it's up to the recipient to get back to you. Do you do that? Do you clear out the clutter? So do you wish you could be more productive? I'm going to talk about this for one second. Um, People that have been a part of my vision board workshop will be familiar with this analogy, but just visualize a perfectly flowing highway 
for us in Ontario, think about the 401 series. Perfect day, no accidents, no problems. It is 100% the best scenario you want to be in while being on the 401. Okay, think about that. No accidents, no external distractions, nothing. It is perfect. Okay, why is it perfect? What makes the 401 on a day like that the ultimate? Why are the cars flowing? I'll tell you. It's because there's enough space between the vehicles. The drivers of the vehicles, in order for it to be a perfect scenario, there are no accidents, right? There's nobody weaving in and out of traffic, right? Nobody is interfering with the other person's space. There is enough distance between the cars that if something were to happen, somebody could safely move. How often are you going back to back and tailgating your own responsibilities in your own life? Personal, professional, and is that making you productive? We just got through saying that the perfect scenario on a busy 401 highway where there's no accidents, nothing, is perfect because of the space that's left in between. So if you consider vehicles on the 401 to be tasks, identify whatever you want under the vehicle. Tasks in this purpose indicate absolutely every single thing in your life. If you put enough space in between the tasks in the I guess the the tasks and the activities. So the cars on the highway and the space between the next cars, your cars are your tasks. If you put enough space between them, you're going to be able to get through them just fine. So do you wish you could be more productive? I could tell you, I, in my life, have very often have said, I feel too busy. I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. (sighs) Right? I definitely have heard myself saying there just aren't enough hours in the day. And absolutely, I am a go-getter. I am a goal achiever. I am reward-driven. You all know that. Of course, I wish I could be more productive. I'm actually spending the the majority of the month of July to work on productivity behind the scenes, back office, um, because I want to be more productive, more efficient, more functional. Okay, so I'm right here with you. Productivity has been a huge struggle for me in many different parts of my life. So I get it. It's a struggle, but it doesn't have to be that way. There are a couple of things you could do right now to make some changes. So for me, it came down to my morning routine. When I get up and take care of myself and do something physical, journaling, daydreaming, and I will get into all of that briefly, my morning routine. I'll, I'll touch on it so you can all share. But when I do all of those things before I, I shower and then, or depending on the order, it doesn't matter. Um, and then when I go to settle down for work, I am prepared for the day. I filled my cup. I have put my own oxygen mask on first on the airplane. I can handle whatever the external world gives to me, but I can handle the pressure I would give to myself and the expectations of productivity because I am coming from a healthier mindset. So when I started making a better structured 
morning routine, and on the days I do the majority of these things, if not all of these things, I become more productive. But I know there's so much more room I can grow. So today, I'm here to teach all of you and myself how to get up earlier and how to respect our time in the mornings. I'll also be sharing some incredible, some incredible advice for all of you superheroes who want to create a life that is manageable, enjoyable, and to learn how to leverage your energy and handle all of those distractions. The distractions and intentions you put on yourself or the external ones that other people put on you. You know what you're capable of, right? You know that you are looking for something different right now. Let's link arms and learn how to streamline our time in the morning to make time to take care of yourself. And I'll share some incredible advice for all of you superheroes. I don't care if you're Wonder Woman, Batman, Spider-Man. I know I am mixing these, I think. I'm not big on superheroes, but I know what superheroes define. And that's our generation, guys. The people that are working full-time or whether as an entrepreneur and trying to build their profession whether they're working full-time as a stay-at-home mom, that's a job, my friends. Whether you're working full-time for an employer, it doesn't matter what it looks like. You have some sort of responsibility 40 plus hours a week that is external to yourself and your kids. So even if you're a stay-at-home mom, there's a lot that fit in that category. And I say it like that because normally there is judgment from stay-at-home moms, right? Some women feel bad, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. The majority of the women don't see it as a privilege to be able to be home and to raise their family. And that for some people, they would give their whole world to. And this is what this is going to be about a little bit, is turning your perspective on what you have. Feeling that gratitude for all of you. So superheroes, it's every single one of us listening. We have a career of some sort. We have children. We are either on our own or we have a partner. We are either doing it all ourselves and exhausted at the end of the day, or we're doing at least 50-50 and working full time and now have to put the other time into the relationship. In either case, there's not much of us left. So how are you keeping your own cup full? And I'm sure you're curious because the title of this is creativity. So let's wait and see what we end up at. So are you ready to stop letting your day run over you instead of you taking charge of your time and having a life you enjoy? Okay, guys, let's get started. Creativity is a spark of an idea that a business leader needs to achieve their goals. So I say a business leader, it's an entrepreneur, it's the mom or dad of the household, right? And I'm being very clear with all of the different roles. Creativity could be an employee in charge of a group. Creativity sparks an idea that all of us need to achieve our goals. How do we get creativity? Creativity happens in the space that we give us on that highway that's working good. Creativity is something that we do in our downtime. Creativity is something that can be added to our day-to-day. I'm going to share that with you help you learn more about creativity, more about your inner child, and how all of that increases productivity. Productivity are those cars flowing evenly down the 401 series because there's enough space in between each vehicle. That space 
is your creativity. That space is you filling your cup. All right. So according to research, people, people who participate in creativity think about new ideas and stick to it are a lot more likely to be successful. So if you lean into creativity, you spark new ideas, you are likely going to be more successful than people that don't do that. So when it comes to being more productive, one of the things we need to think about is what it is that our end goal is. So if it's weight loss, your end goal might be to lose, to be under 150 pounds. Okay. And that's your end goal. So you can imagine what that looks like. If you're looking to lose about 50 pounds, I guarantee you are thinking about it non-stop. It is always on your mind. How are you changing your thoughts to help you instead of hinder you? Once you do that, you are helping your imagination come up with a visual of what that looks like, as well as feelings as to what that feels like. Okay, so now we're looking at our senses, what it looks like, what it feels like. Is there anything around that can pull in a sense, like a hearing sense? Are you at the beach maybe as part of this visualization? When you're imagining your goal, look, feel, taste, add all of the senses in. The more senses you can add into this, the more you can see it and believe it. What's going to happen is once you get that visual and you change some of the words for what you're currently manifesting and verbalizing to yourself in your head, you're going to see everything come to fruition and it's going to feel like magic, especially when you look back six months or a year and see the subtle little changes that have happened. So here's your homework for the week. These should be listed in your habit tracker. I'm going to be talking about that in a few minutes. Some of you have heard me mention this already, but your homework of the week. Take time to daydream. Take time to think about your inner child. What were some of the things you did as a child? What made up your day? School day, summer day, weekend day, holiday. What made up those experiences as an inner child? Was it playing with friends? Was it eating craft dinner? Was it being able to cook hot dogs for lunch because your mom and dad were at work and you weren't allowed to leave the house? Think about the things in your inner child. Did you have a pogo? Did you have roller skates? Did you love to jump rope? Think of every single thing that you like to do as your inner child. Write it down. Journaling. These can be some of the things you journal out each day. Um, but journaling is just a way of clearing your head. We've talked about this in a different podcast, um, episode two or three, I believe. And journaling is something everybody should be practicing every day. And if you don't know where to start with this, start with a timer for five minutes. Write down anything that's in your head. Use affirmation cards, pull a card and talk about that topic that was on the card. What it means to you, if anything. Journal what you're thankful for every morning and every night. Okay. Journal anything. And, and I can help anybody with journaling prompts. Meditation. So meditation comes in a couple different forms. Intentional. So you're doing yoga. And there's a meditation. You are um, practicing following Deepak and Oprah 
and there's a guided meditation there as well. Those are intentional meditations. An unintentional meditation is when you're at the doctor's office and you're laying on the bed waiting for the doctor or you're at the hospital and you're sick at the hospital and you're laying down, you're in the room, you're ready to see the doctor and you could almost suddenly in the middle of the day fall asleep. You suddenly get a little bit cool. That is subconscious meditation. You have brought your body and your activity level down so much to the point A, you're chilly and B, you could barely stay awake. That's awesome because it probably didn't take you an hour to get there. It it means you've lived a full day mentally, creatively. You're not craving anything. You are satisfied. That is the feeling of being satisfied. Okay. That is where meditation kicks in. My favorite way is falling asleep on the couch at night. When I go to shut down for the evening and we start our date night, um, and people laugh at me when I say this, right? But when I talk about our date night, it's Tony and I together. We get a treat, we get a tea, and we have time. For me, that's exactly what is built into a date. And some people will just be like, oh, I've been with my husband for so many years. We watch TV too, right? But do you get excited about it? Do you put on your pajamas and get ready to cozy and grab the popcorn, whatever it is that it looks like, does it excite you? And if it doesn't, how can it excite you? What feeling do you want when it comes to thinking about date night with your husband or your wife or your partner? What does date night mean to you that you can emulate every day of the week? I'm not a big TV watcher and neither is he, but I think it is fantastic that we come together at the end of the night, every single night, 9.30, we have our pajamas on, we're ready to settle in and watch a show for the night. On the rare occasion, so we do that every single night, seven nights a week, okay, maybe six nights constantly. Sometimes something else happens on that other night, um, but not often. Normally at seven nights a week, we watch a show that we've agreed upon and we look forward to watching, and then we can talk about it. So then... The other nights are reserved for going out or having friends over or being with the kids or watching a movie. Just a little bit of flexibility. This isn't planned, but this is something that we look forward to, both of us. Very seldomly do we watch two or three episodes in a row. Maybe once a month. That's how little TV we watch. But it is so exciting. I look forward to date night every single night, ever since we started dating. So that, you can hear that excitement bringing out coming out in me. And that's the kind of feeling I want you to think about when you're daydreaming. The words I used date night versus, yeah, we watch TV at night, we're couch potatoes. Those are two different sets of languages. They both tell the same story. What story do you want to tell? Think about that for a minute. How many of you watch TV with your spouse at night? Right? How many do you Look forward to that time together. How many of you get as excited as I just said I did? As you can hear in my voice, that we both look forward to this. That feeling that you can now hear that passion. That is the change of the words. But the change of the words tells a different story in your head. Now your body fills up with excitement and anticipation. For time together. When you can get that feeling, which is what I'm 
going forward with today's exercise of creativity. When you get that feeling, that's the feeling that you want more of, of your day in your day-to-day life. It feels good. That level of excitement that you had as a child, that's what we're aiming for. And yes, we're kids. And yes, it doesn't happen all the time, but let's get to that feeling. So what can you do to get to that feeling? You can daydream. Think about your inner child. Journal. Meditation. And I shared it with you the two different types. And then there's creativity. So all of these things I just talked about do fall under creativity. All of these points are part of your imagination. Your imagination, your creativity, however you want to call it, that is the open space in the hot, on the highway, making the cars smoothly flow. Okay? Daydreaming, inner child, journaling, meditation, and creativity. That is the open space, my friends. So when it comes to creativity, think about things like painting, drawing, coloring. Think of knitting. Something musical, piano, guitar, sing, right? Anything musical, accordion, spoons, I don't care. But where there's music and there is joy and people sing and people laugh and it bonds people together, just like sporting events, right? Just like dancing. So think about what part of creativity you have, um, in your life day to day right now. Okay. Now that you've done that, think about what kind of creative you have in your life on a weekly basis. Do you play volleyball with another set of, with um, another group of people? Do you play catch? What kind of activity do you do that would be creative, not structured? How much do you do on a monthly basis? Okay. So we've talked about weekly. Sorry, daily, weekly, and monthly. Right? What I would like to see everybody do is to create some sort of record. I call it my habit tracker. And it's a habitual pattern of productivity. By using my creative collection series, which I have a whole series full of these trackers, I am able to identify my goals, the action I want to take in order to reach my destiny, my vision, that belief and that feeling I'm trying to go after. In order to do that, I need to make sure there's enough space on the highway. That means I need to actually get creativity. I need to use my imagination and bring in things like creativity, meditation, journaling, my inner child and daydream. I need to book in those bookends in those containers of time into my day in order for my imagination to come to fruition. So how can I do that? Where can I start? Right? Like I don't even know where I'm at. So if a client were to come to me right now and say, how many macros do I need to be eating? What is the percentage? I would say to them, well, what you need to be doing first I'm a little bit nicer than this, is you need to go back and track your food for three days, write down every single thing that you eat and give me a snapshot of your macros. Oh, well, can't you just tell me the percentage? I can't, right? Because I need to see the data first. Before you can make any kind of improvements, before you can work towards 
your goal in your manifestation and that feeling that you're going after, that change that you want in your life because you're chasing that feeling. Remember, it all has to be about feelings. If it's about feelings, the hard days, those mountains that we're going to go over, those times that we're not sure how we're going to make it through, if it's not for the feeling, nothing else will drive us. Okay? This needs to be feeling-based. So here are some of the things I do. I do have a creative collection series. You can get as many papers as you want. Right now I'm offering five packs and ten packs in a bunch of different series and collections. But what I actually do with them is I write down all of my habits that I want to do on a regular basis. So on three quarters of my page, I write down my business habits. And on the last quarter of my page, I write down my personal habits. Things like working out, journaling, affirmations, reading, and personal budget are on my personal side. Now, there's a couple more I want to add, actually. I want to make sure that I add my water each day on there. And I want to add that I have gotten my macros each day because I've fallen behind. So you can all keep me accountable on that. But those are two things I'm going to add to my habit tracker right now. Macros and what did I say? Water. Okay. Um, so, and on the rest of the sheet, I have all business habits. So what I can tell by quick glance is the majority of the things I do daily, and there's a lot I do every single day for business. There is a lot that I do almost every single day for personal, right? That's huge. What can change on my business side? And what can go on my personal side so those are even? I want those to be blended. They're not blended right now. So they need equal time. Or at least enough space that I am getting my imagination going in between. So it doesn't have to be the exact time, but it has to be spaced out properly, right? In order to be effective. So... I can tell with this what habits I do once a month. And there are a couple. There really are a couple. Um, so we want it to be spaced out with imagination and with activity that we're creating on our habits for safety. So spaced out for safety. Okay. So on my monthly habit tracker, let's just say I sent out... Um, what did I do? I sent out some email responses and that is actually one of my checkpoints on here because I think it's important to check my email more than what I've been doing. So because I have it as a habit, I would go through and color that habit. Now I'm, I'm not doing them as I, I do them a couple different ways. Sometimes I'll save up a bunch and I'll do a whole update during the day, but I honestly prefer if I've just sent out a bunch of emails to grab my form, go to email update, find the color on my spiral of markers and color it in. <laughs> I'm 46 years old and I'm talking to you about coloring. Yes, do it. Here's why. It is so awesome to pause and acknowledge all of the little successes that happen throughout the day. Again, I don't care what your role is. Entrepreneur, employee, house person. I don't care what your role is. There are still things you want to accomplish or you wouldn't be listening to this. There are still feelings that you want to feel. There are still things that you want to do. 
you can't make any of those changes. You can't identify which habits are your priority or which habits you're spending your time doing right now. Before you can make any changes, you need to see what you're doing first. And that's exactly the same activity about getting my clients to snapshot their macros. I'm not willing to make any changes at all until I see where you're at first. So if you come back to me saying, you know, Sonia, I'm working 80% of the time on business tasks, but I don't have enough personal things in here. Let's make that shift. If having a blended life is important to you, make that shift. Because what you need on here is something creative. You are coloring your success in the middle of the day, right? I'm sure I can't be the only one who loved coloring when I was a kid. So hear me out. We're writing down our habits on this habit tracker. We are coloring them in. So we're bringing out creativity by coloring our success on this habit tracker. And we're bringing the feeling of our inner child at the same time. That's by coloring. That is two of the five points I had mentioned. By what? Coloring a color on a sheet of paper as an adult? Okay. Why not? If it's going to make me smile and make me happy and add a little joy to my day, it takes seconds. And if it takes five minutes because you're coloring a whole row of them, or you end up daydreaming while you're finding your color, you obviously needed that space for your imagination. But done right, you have built that space into your calendar. So you can safely return to your next container of time. But in between your containers of time, which are the vehicles on the highway, you are filling that space with imagination. And by coloring on your habit tracker, you are hitting two points of imagination. So having the courage to bring out my inner child and the confidence to create space, because that's what I've done here. I've created space in my day for creativity makes me glow. You guys see, I am glowing all the time. You know, I smile from the inside. I want this feeling for all of you. There's been many days in my past where this wasn't the case. And I knew that wasn't who I was. And I know those were snapshots in time. But I don't want my future anything like that. My future's bright. And I will make sure that imagination and creativity is more of a priority for me. I safely need to have those space between the vehicles to get to my goal, to get to my destination. Otherwise, there are going to be accidents, tragedies. There's going to be hiccups. We don't know what it looks like. But if we don't create the space for imagination and creativity, that white space, that downtime in our lives, the opportunity to put our own oxygen mask on first and to keep our cup full. And I don't care if that's figuratively where you're going to the fridge and eating your lunch for 15 minutes, half an hour, taking a deep breath, maybe going for a walk and then coming back to work. You're going to be a lot more effective in that next container of time. All right. I have truly transformed the way I live my life and run my business. And I know I can do the same for you. So we've talked today on creativity, imagination, manifesting, and goals and desires, and the feeling of being busy and how this all ties into productivity. Through imagination, 
And I encourage creativity in that imagination. Whatever you can do to bring out that feeling, remember. So when I say imagination, creativity, they're interchangeable. When you use that in respect to your current activities, track your habits, set some goals, you are going to be, and, sorry, and respect those containers of time. Know that what you've done between 1 and 2.30, if that's whatever your, your time allowed, it's done. Put it away. Next. That way there, if it's going to take you longer to f- fulfill one project, you've got other projects that are sharing your time where you're not getting bored, right? So you are sharing your time throughout the day based on what you're feeling good to do at that time. And we can talk in detail all about that a little bit later, but all of that helps you be more productive. Having that breathing space in between, that creativity, imagination, all of that helps with being productive. And I can tell you, I could sure use to be more productive. The healthier habits I build, including having a successful morning routine, which for me starts with excitement the night before, knowing that we're going to have date night. But I live a life I don't want to escape from. I love it. So let me help you awaken your magic. Let me help you put some healthy habits into practice. Start by getting a copy of my habit tracker. Um, I do sell the five and 10 packs, but the habit tracker I can give you for free and stop getting distracted by the things that have nothing to do with your goals. You hear me say this week after week. I'm here to help teach you how to create inspiration. So you want to wake up, hustle and repeat. Okay, let's do it. Okay. I will let you go. It's been another fantastic week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining As I've mentioned, I always respond to every single email or comment that comes through. Um, Either way works. If you like this episode, please catch some of the other ones. Um, This is my 16th episode, I believe. Yeah, 16th episode. And be sure to like and subscribe. And it would really help me if you could tell your friends because one of my biggest, biggest, biggest goals in life right now is to transform lives, really helping to fuel dreams and lives and helping you live your best life. I want to help you reward success and whatever that looks like to you. Have yourself a fantastic night, my friends. Until next week.